Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we have one of my favorite people, Aaron Kebzinski, on the show. Hi, Aaron. Hey, Bant. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's, it's great to have you on the show, and I, I'm excited to talk to you, Aaron. Aaron uh, is the president and CMO of a relatively, let, let's call this kind of like a, a COVID-inspired startup uh, that's really, really uh, <laughs> succeeding called Screen Stars, and she'll tell us a little bit more about what Screen Stars is all about in a second. But she's had an incredible career um, when I worked heavily in the marketing and advertising space. Uh, Aaron was quite often on the sales side, whether it be at Perch or Demand Media or even with her consultancy, Control Media. And so I'm excited to, to talk to you uh, about how your career has evolved and then also the birth of this new idea. But before we get to Screen Stars, let's talk a little bit about yourself and, and, and your career. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So uh, I was always super interested in the intersection of data and creativity, which really made marketing such a perfect discipline for me personally. And I started my career in a multi-billion dollar CPG company. And then my career took a path towards media and technology and pretty much stayed there. I've been there um, pretty firmly since in various size companies from startups where I was the first marketing hire and got to be in on the ground floor and directly impact the growth of an organization and then exit. Um, in fact, I've gone through three exits in my career and took part in some pretty heavy fundraisers as well from about $2 million to $270 million um, round. And right now I am, as you mentioned, running a boutique marketing agency called Control Media and uh, also Screen Stars. So how Screen Stars came about is when the pandemic hit, my husband, Mark, and I um, working full time and having two school age kids, they were six and 11 at the time. Um, obviously, you know, homeschooling, we were working from home, we were in tight quarters. And we were now the parents were expected to be caregivers, teachers, parents, our work was suffering, our kids schooling was suffering, it was just madness. And clearly, we were not alone. Mm -hmm. And that was so clear. And we asked around and everybody in our peer group was suffering from similar issues. And so we looked around for solutions, for virtual solutions, because remember, uh, people were discouraged from entering your household at the time as well. So it had to be a virtual uh, solution and nothing like that existed. So we decided to be the solution and we founded Screen Stars. And what that is, is uh, it's essentially um, entertaining kids uh, through a one-to-one -one live video chat with a provider 
And so our service started uh, catering to kids of five to 12 years of age, sort of like virtual babysitting, but it had a twist where everything we do is personalized uh, to the specific child. So the parent would tell us, hey, my kid is into dinosaurs or they really like art. And then the provider would get that and sort of tailor the session specifically to the interests of the child. And again, nothing like that existed. Yeah. Um, and our providers are also super heavily vetted. We do background checks. We do like an hour long interview with them over the phone. I mean, you can't buy your way onto our platform. They have to be kind of super carefully hand selected. Yeah. And then what, um, what happened is the evolution of Screen Stars is that we, um, uh, even though we started with Screen Sitters, this virtual uh, child sitting service, we again were inspired by the situation in our own household where the now 12 year old um, who is in seventh grade, who's normally a phenomenal student, doesn't have academic issues. He was falling super far behind in school. Uh, I mean, up to and including failing a few subjects, which is incredibly unlike him. Mm -hmm. And we were digging into the problem. Again, it wasn't such an academic issue. It was an issue of organization and just keeping up with the schoolwork and all the virtual learning tools, which is insane. So to give you an example, for him, he has six different classes, six different teachers. They have three to four different tools per class that they're expected to juggle, figure out when stuff is due, figure out how to, um, how to get the assignment done, what tool they need to use. And then it was just complete insanity. And so we actually veered into the, uh, I guess, education space in that way by launching. Well, I mean, based on what you're telling me, Erin, I, I think yeah. that if, if the idea is that it's someone that can kind of help you manage and organize, I think I need that. So if I could <laughs> sign up as a Screen Stars person, but in serious, uh, I, 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 you know, I have two uh, children myself and, and certainly being organized in this kind of virtual uh, area has been, has been challenging uh, for, for every parent. And so now Screen Stars uh, still operates for, with that solution for younger children, which is kind of the screen sitters m model. And then it, it then also has this other service, which is the, is it just called Screen Stars? No, it's called Homework Helpers, and Homework that's helpers. for kids, yeah, about 10 to 18 years old. So those kind of upper um, elementary school all the way through the end of high school. So uh, and, well, and Bant, you, you're welcome onto the platform, too. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, you know, this is a very effective sale, Aaron. I'm pretty sure that uh, we will be signing up shortly uh, for sure. <laughs> Um, it, it's it's really interesting, and and it, it it's one of these things that I'm trying to kind of reconcile what's happened with the learning situation in this pandemic with kind of the work situation. You know, we we've all been working in this kind of remote structure now for over a year. Um, uh, you know, in my personal uh, situation, we've been more productive and efficient than than ever before as a business, um, but. Learning, I think, is, is, is perhaps something that is missing. You know, I think actually that may be something because you get so wrapped up in meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting 
you know, learning is tricky even for business people. And I can only imagine how difficult it is for, for children. Um, I don't think we are even close to understanding the impact this is going to have had on this generation. It's uh, quite incredible. I think, I think you're so right. We'll definitely be seeing the effects of that in years to come. But I do think that there's a positive spin here too, in that I do think that kids have learned some maybe more independent skills or coping skills and, you know, just potentially toughen them up <laughs> and in some ways and organizations, which is really the key here. Um, and to kind of coming back to Screen Stars, we started the business kind of going directly to families and then quickly realized that that is probably not where we could make the most impact. In fact, companies uh, we, we got um, covered in the New York Times pretty early in the life of the business. And out of that, we had organizations from all over the country really reaching out to us, asking if they can offer us as a benefit. And so we being a small, nimble business shifted pretty quickly. So now we're um, almost exclusively selling into organizations and they're bringing us on as a benefit for their working parents. Um, going back to sort of the yeah. chaos that we experienced at home, knowing that we're not alone, knowing that working from home is not going away anytime soon. Homework in general is not going away anytime soon. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> so this, this seems like it will, it will be needed for quite a while. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that kind of leads into my next question, which is related to the fact that uh, you know, I'm 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 fortunate enough to be going for uh, my second vaccine tomorrow. So, nice. uh, you know, I guess I'll take that as a sign that slowly but surely, uh, where th there seems to be a, a a wave of people now that are getting vaccinated, and and uh, my hope is that I will be able to see uh, friends and business partners very very soon. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, but um, I guess w w when we look at it, it, it from the perspective of the business, um, how do you see the business evolving? Will it focus more on the homework going forward, do you think? Or how do you think it will evolve post-pandemic? Yeah, so, so it's, it's a few things. Even though <clears throat> this business, as you mentioned, was pandemic-inspired uh, or pandemic desperation inspired maybe <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, just because of what was going on in our own household but I really do and as as kids are returning back to school a bit um, and as caregivers are now uh, more allowed to enter the households and a little bit better and that those are kind of loose and the thing is uh, our model is 30 to 60 minute increments and our promise to parents is we're going to give you that 30 or 60 minutes of time to yourself to do your work, to cook dinner, to watch some Netflix. We don't judge uh, whatever you want to do with that time. <laughs> it's yours. Right. And I think that that's always going to be needed. 
parents are always going to need a break, even if they have a nanny, that nanny is probably not on 24 seven. And sometimes things come up and they just need that hour to themselves. And they have young kids, um, or they have kids in school who uh, don't quite know how to stay on top of their assignments, or they're falling behind. That's going to happen regardless of what's going on, whether it's in person, if the caregivers are coming, uh, no matter what school looks like, kids are always going to have homework, parents are always going to be working and will need breaks. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So it's probably still early. But I, I, I was just curious if you have any examples of how how things have changed for these kids with both of the solutions, really. Yeah, definitely. It's it's so great. Actually, that was that's one of the more rewarding aspects of this business, which we didn't expect, like we didn't kind of start out um, intending for this to happen. But it's been a happy, I guess, um, icing on that cake in that with the younger kids, some of them have really bonded with some of our providers and they ask for them specifically. So even the kids who are, you know, younger kids meeting somebody, you know, across the screen, it's hard to engage and so on. They've actually been asking their parents to schedule with specific providers because they've made that bond and they like to be listened to. They like that somebody understands dinosaurs and brings dinosaurs toys to show, to show them and, you know, Know, tell them facts or sing a song or do scavenger hunts you know th- yeah. those are very popular with their younger kids and then on the homework end we've definitely had parents come and say look and these are teenagers remember we're kids mm-hmm. homework product is catered towards t- the 10 to 18 year olds so bant you have teenagers at home yeah so you know the mindset and uh oftentimes the attitudes and the cynicism and all of that. So it takes a specific and special kind of person to be able to get through to them. And that's partially what we screen for when we accept the providers. And we've had parents tell us that their kids are now much more motivated to get their uh, assignments done because they understand what's going on. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, it's such a valuable service, and and certainly uh, the next question seems a little odd because you've just outlined that that you have been far more productive than anybody else I know during COVID. <laughs> uh, you've launched an incredible business that was covered in the New York Times. But I mean, how how have you maintained sanity over the last year, and and what has been kind of keeping you happy and bringing you joy? Oh, sure. So it's a few things. So definitely my family. And I know people say that because I sort of have to say my family because, you know, uh, otherwise I'll be It would be awkward if you didn't. It would be (laughs) so awkward. (laughs) But my family truly is it. I mean, every single one of them uh, brings me joy, music as well, and then health and fitness for sure. And especially uh, I got into meditation over the pandemic. That's when I sort of kicked off that practice. Um, And then of course, the Netflix uh, addiction got, you know, uh, took a firmer (laughs) hold during the pandemic too. (laughs) Well, I mean, the meditation sounds interesting. So tell me about that. Like, tell me how you're, how that, how do you, how do you meditate? 
Yeah, sure. So through the app, so either yeah. Headspace, 10% Happier, Calm app, various uh, various other individual um, ones that I find on iTunes. Um, so it's, it's really anytime I can steal 10 minutes to myself. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's multiple times during the day, mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate to say, and sometimes it's nothing for three days just because things are insane at the moment. So... Screen Stars is taking off. I I listen to you tell the story. It's an incredible origin story. It's also a needed solution. I I I have two teenage boys, as you've highlighted, Aaron, and they need organization, more organization and support in their lives. And and certainly some of the younger parents that are part of my company constantly talk about the challenges that you you faced during COVID and, and really what was the input, impetus for, for Screen Stars. But if you were to look forward over the next couple of uh, you know years, 18 months, let's say, what, what how do you see things evolving in this space? Sure, definitely. So twofold. I'm always kind of looking at what's going on with the parents. And I'm always kind of looking at what's going on with the children because uh, those are two super important um, pieces that are glued together. Uh, so the two, the two separate sides of the coin. And what's interesting is that um, there are 91% of families with kids under 18 years old in America have working parents, 91%, right? And yet only 6% of companies offer employees childcare benefits, okay? Despite the fact that both parents are employed in 63% of American families with children. So imagine 63% of American families have parents who both work and have kids at home, Yeah. right? So that's a huge disparity and a huge opportunity for employers to really support and recognize what the parents, working parents are going through um, and to kind of beef up the benefits that they offer in support of their teams. And then on the child end, it's really, it's that, uh, it's the enrichment and it's personalization, I hope will be the future of education in general and really taking into account um, the whole child and personalizing the education, whatever that looks like to that individual child. Yeah, I, I both of those really resonate. Uh, for the organization, a lot of organizations are, are looking at this remote work solution. And whilst they're not saying it, I think they're loving the financial benefits that maybe it might have for their, their companies mm-hmm. from having too much office space. But but many are, are, are spinning it as like, oh, well, we're going to offer more flexibility to people. They can work at home. However, that, that statement and that working at home, I think, is somehow slightly misunderstood, which is that it's perceived as, oh, well, that will make it easier for mothers and fathers to be there for their kids. But if you're working at home, you're working at home, Right. And so there's still such a need for screen stars, such a dramatic need. And certainly I, I really love that uh, you, you've shared the story of what you guys 
have built uh, today, Aaron. Thank you so much for coming on Uncaged. Um, if people want to learn more about Screen Stars, where should they go? They should go to ScreenStars.com. ScreenStars.com. Great. Well, listen, Aaron, thank you so much for being on Caged. Uncaged is a show that gives a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the commerce of tomorrow. We've been talking to Aaron Kabzinski, who is the managing director of Control Media, as well as the co-founder and president and CMO of Screen Stars, which will hopefully be educating all of our kids and supporting our kids' education over the next couple of years. So thank you so much, Aaron, for being on Uncaged, and I'm excited to see how the story develops. Thanks so, much. Thanks so much for having me on, Bant. I really had fun. Cheers. Bye.